All right, David Bozell for America, your conductor for today. Rolling Stone readers, yesterday, yesterday, March 14th, pick the best lead singers of all time. It's not a bad list. All right, this is the top 10. I'll go from number 10 on up. And if you're, uh, if you're Generation X like me, you're pretty well represented here. All right, number 10, Kurt Cobain, which... There's not a huge quality of live recordings from original Nirvana, Nirvana other than probably the best live album of all time, which is their unplugged effort. Uh, but he's, according to Rolling Stone readers, the number 10 best lead singer of all time. Chris Cornell from Soundgarden. I mean, I think he's underrated. But perhaps not underrated on this list, but he's certainly, they have it right. He's, he's a better lead singer than Cobain. Number eight is Lennon. Look, I mean, I think John Lennon's the, probably the best voice in all of rock and roll history uh, and the best singer, but he never did much in concert because the Beatles were so bloody popular and they, and they kind of just stopped touring. So there's not a lot of recordings from, gosh, I don't know, 1969 on that are live. That's This is number seven, Eddie Vedder. I would never put ahead of John Lennon. I don't think Eddie Vedder would put Eddie Vedder in front of John Lennon. Uh, number six, Roger Daltrey. All right, he had the best lead singer move in rock history with the mic twirl. You can't beat that. Five, Jim Morrison. I mean, he would kind of, like, he spoke more, he spoke more written poetry than actual singing, though the catalog is so underrated. I mean, I, I was a huge, huge, huge Doors fan in college. I'm still a Doors fan. Um, but Soft Parade, Lover Madly, the entire L.A. Woman album is excellent. Uh, I would have loved to have seen The Doors play L.A. Woman, the song, live. But I think he died just a couple months after that album was released in 1971. Uh, number four, Mick Jagger. Now, I would, I would, uh, I man, I would bump him up. That He'd be a top two or three for me. I've seen The Stones three times. Three times? Four times? Um... The guy runs back and forth. If anyone's seen the Stones, the guy runs back and forth across the biggest rock stages that you've ever seen created for two and a half hours. I mean, he just zigzags. Uh, nobody on this list can do that and has the stamina for that. So nobody puts on a better professional show than Jagger in the Stones. Number three is, I mean, I would kick off this list entirely is Bono. I, I mean, kind of a unique voice, I guess, if you want to. I'm trying to think that one through. There's just nothing about Bono's presentation that I feel is worthy of being top ten. Uh, number two, uh, Freddie Mercury absolutely needs to be top on this list for sure. Queen Live in their prime would be a show I would spend $200 a ticket for to stand out in the rain for sure. Uh, would be Freddie Mercury and Queen. And number one is Robert Plant. I actually <laughs> I actually saw a classic, it was something called Classic Rock Albums Live 
um, a bunch of session musicians try to play Zeppelin four all the way through. And it was cool. It was a cool show. This is sort of like right at the tail end of COVID. Um, so there, there wasn't a lot of people there. And I was just excited about seeing some live music. First concert that I'd seen all COVID long. They had to have two women play, I guess two different women and another guy sing the Robert Plant parts, which just goes to show you how uniquely talented and, and sickly talented Robert Plant really was. Uh, no one could carry notes as high as he could. Now, I mean, there's two people here that I would love to see on this list. I don't know. I think I'd, I'd definitely boot out Bono at three. And I might, I think Daltrey and Vetter are kind of the same. I mean, the Pearl Jam will play some Who songs. So I think you could probably get Ditch Out One. I, look, I would put um, James Hetfield from Metallica up there on this list for sure. I mean, writes his own stuff, plays guitar, multiple guitars um, throughout the whole stuff. I mean, Trying to think, Robert Plant barely plays any guitar. Mercury plays a little piano, a little guitar. Bono, a little guitar. Jagger, a little guitar. Morrison, no. Daltrey, I don't think plays guitar any instruments. Vetter, I mean, one or two songs he'll play guitar. Obviously, John Lennon can play guitar. Chris Cornell and Kurt Cobain. I mean, all of those guys don't play lead or rhythm guitar on any of their in any of their shows for very long. But James Hetfield can and does it for two and a half hours. So that's badass, in my opinion. Um, and, of course, I would definitely put Justin Hawkins from The Darkness in there. There's no better live show than The Darkness. Go see those guys. They're a load of fun. Um, rank mine? Look, I... <laughs> Look, again, I think Lennon's the best singer, but you can't, you can't put him at the top because he doesn't do a whole bunch of live. So I would do Jagger as number one for professional longevity and showmanship. Um, Mercury, I would keep. Freddie Mercury, I'd keep number two. Robert Plant at number three. Hetfield at number four. Lennon would be five if I haven't put him in there already. Hawkins, six. Man, I, I'm going to put Morrison back in there because that is a uniquely... I'm going to put Morrison at seven there. Man, I am bumping Daltrey and Vetter down. I think Chris Cornell's got a terrific voice for rock and roll. Terrific. Um, and who's the who's lead singer for Smashing Pumpkins? I mean, that who, what's his name? Yeah, Billy Corbin. I mean, Corbin's got a unique sound, too. God, the Gen, Gen X grunge music was so much better than people realize. It really was. It was so it was, it was so good. I saw a list of albums that were put out in 1992 on Twitter. It was so it was a meme, it was a meme of 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 I guess 2022 that must have been the 30th anniversary of those albums. I mean everything from Dr. Dre to, I guess, the next Nirvana follow-up. Um, it was all, I mean, everything in between. It was so good. So many good records. 
I'm looking for unique, right? Sounds that I, I, I know are uniquely there. Like, um, I mean, I can't stand his politics, but uh, who's the REM singer? Uh, Stipe, Michael Stipe. He's a terrific lead singer, terrific. He's got a unique sound, unique moves on stage, carries a show. I mean, I think they retired too early. I wish they'd make a little bit of a comeback. But I always dug R.E.M. Uh, again, even though I can't stand their politics, but who cares? I mean, if I, I if I only approve my music based on politics, I'd, I'd listen to such few good music musicians. They're all kind of... I mean, look, Springsteen has a pretty unique voice, though. I'd, I'd consider putting him in here on the strength of Backstreets alone. He carries Backstreets. That's that's I just think that's his best sung song. But I guess he can't match up to these guys. Anyway, who did I have as number one? Jagger, just for longevity and Beggar's Banquet, Let It Bleed, Sticky Fingers, and Exile Main Street, all four albums in a row. That's the sickest four album stretch of any band ever. You just can't you just can't beat that. So I'll put Mick Jagger at number one. But man, I would love to see, I would have loved to have seen Freddie Mercury live. Yeah, honest, I, I've seen Daltrey and Vetter, and I probably, probably would boot them from this list because they're kind of so similar. But yeah, I'd, uh, give me James Hetfield, who I just saw recently in Vegas, and Metallica, and give me, uh, Justin Hawkins from the doors or from the from the darkness part of me. <laughs> 